At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. And we begin the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here at South Point Casino in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Wes, we get a great program on tap today on a Tuesday, which means on a Tuesday we get the King of New York, Will Hill, who I believe is calling you right now <laughs> as we begin the show. So we're going to have Will join us later on this hour. And then hour number two, Carl Paulson, our guy uh, from Sirius uh, PGA Tour Radio, is going to join us as we get ready. I, I cannot believe we're 48 hours away from Brooklyn Mass and the playing in the U.S. Open because there's been so much focus mm-hmm. everywhere else in the golf world other than the golf. And now all the focus, it'll be, it'll be twofold, but we're getting closer and closer 48 hours away from beginning the United States Open. Dave, when the phone says scam likely, that's the worst part of it, too. It wasn't even anybody that Man, they get I wanted early. to hear from. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we've got, obviously, big doings at the U.S. Open. Oh, the topic of conversation has, of course, been the Live Golf Tour. Uh, first guy out of the box in the media availability yesterday, of course, one uh, Philip Alfred Mickelson. Uh, Unbelievable. Who, uh, uh, looked uh, very uncomfortable, and that's the thing. Phil has always kind of known how to read the room and kind of, you know, is very shrewd in how he works the media. And look, I thought he was off kilter yesterday. So that's going to be the topic all week. But eventually on Thursday, we're going to tee it up and have a golf tournament. We're going to have our third major championship of the year. And then all of a sudden that live talk at least subsides for at least a couple days. I can't wait to see if there's going to be any uh, attempts to maybe play some of these live golfers at the United States Open at the numbers. Because it feels like all those guys are way down the betting board. We'll discuss a little bit of that with Carl and get the course set up. And Carl does a great job. I think before you try to really look for long shots at a major championship, you got to figure out where the number might be. Mm-hmm. So we'll figure out how the course setup looks in Carl's eyes and see maybe if you can try to formulate a better track plan before you start laying those futures numbers and, for Thursday's And event. I will say in finishing my column this week, uh, one of the things I look at are some U.S. Open trends. Mm. And the trends, no surprise, are going to favor your better players. Right. Uh, Eight of the last US, 11 U.S. Open winners were ranked in the official world golf ranking top 15. 12 of the last 14 in the top 30. So, look, you're usually looking at class players. I mean, everybody points to that one kind of long bomb that wins, but usually it's an outlier. Uh, uh, seven of the last 10 at least had one top 15 finish leading in, mm-hmm. two events leading into the U.S. Open. So, 
if you want to go long shots, you got to be a little bit careful. You got to bet them in maybe a different market, like first round leader or top 20 or a low nationality. But not to win outright. Yeah, because, you know, as these trends will indicate, and I could even go deeper into them, class players are going to win this thing. So you're telling me right now at 200 to one, you're not playing lefty Phil Mickelson. Uh, I am not because, uh, look, the the putting over there at Centurion from what little I watched this weekend of that first event. Not good. Not very good. And these greens at the U.S. Open. And what I like about this this week at this venue, we get to an old classical northeast venue. Yeah. Tree-lined, relatively middle-sized fairways, not exactly wide fairways, but we get – Really thick rough, and we get really fast greens. And balls on approach are going to roll off these greens. So that brings your scrambling. That brings your chipping into play. These greens are going to roll probably about 12 and a half on the stamp. It's about 70% POA and 30% bent grass. So keep that in mind when you're doing your modeling and looking at your stats to see who you think is going to win this week. Absolutely. I cannot wait 48 hours away from the beginning of that uh, at Brookline, Mass. Wes, we will have much more on that throughout the show. And, of course, with Carl Paulson coming up to uh, really get his thoughts on the course and everything else going on at the United States Open. But we do have to begin with what we saw last night. And I knew that when you and I began this conversation today, one way or the other, the first question would be, well, is this thing over? Right? Because we knew someone was going to go up 3-2. Had it been Boston, we'd say, well, it's going to end. They're going to go back to Boston and they'll wrap it up in game six. But it was Golden State that now holds serve. And you really didn't get a Steph Curry-like performance and yet, yet you still win rather handily. You know, it got dicey in the third quarter. Boston took the lead, and then Jordan Poole hit that uh, buzzer beater to end the third quarter, and then they really took, con- took control in the fourth. He's been doing that a lot this series, yeah. Jordan Poole. He is the master of the half-court buzzer beater. And it felt like that was the momentum swing they needed to kind of regain control after losing. And, you know, third-quarter Warriors, you're always expecting them to pull away. The direct opposite happened here. I'm not going to ask you if it's over, but I wonder if you're Boston – you go back now, Clay is starting to heat up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The best of Steph did not show up in game five. How concerned would you be that it might not get back to the bay? Well, I think you have to be. And and look, I expected, I said before the series, I thought this was going to go seven. I'm still going to say it's going to go seven, even though the Warriors, the first team to win back to back, everything's been zigzag mm-hmm. so far in these NBA finals. But You kind of anticipated, and I think the way you've looked at it, because consistently, except for game two when it was a blowout, Wiggins didn't go over the props because he was on the bench for the entire fourth quarter. But Andrew Wiggins has been consistently good, but you're waiting to see if he was going to have a breakout game. Right. And there it came last night, uh, game number five, 26 and 13, 12 of 23 from the floor. The fact that 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 Steph Curry, by the way, <laughs> and and we talked about this on Sunday on our Betting Across America show, twelve to three Pacific, right here on Veasan, and we talked about when we were previewing this game. It's like, okay, here's what you can do with the props because the side and the total, you're not going to get as much variance mm-hmm. when you get deeper in the series. The number is going to be, you know, is going to be super tight. It's going to be pretty darn accurate. But really, maybe where you can play if you want to play zigzag is more playing zigzag with the props. Because we saw on Friday night, you kind of said in the lead up to the game, Steph Curry's got to have a big game. He might have to have a 40 piece for them to win because it it looked pretty dire for Golden State after three games. And mission accomplished, 43 points, 10 rebounds. But then betters like to bet what they see last. Mm Mm-hmm. And so what do they do? They bet all the Steph Curry props over. And we talked about on Sunday, maybe you might want to look under (laughs) on three-point makes. Now, I did not think he was going to go 0 for 9 and 7 to 22. And by the way, this from our friend Simon Gersberg at Shot Quality, Steph Curry had a record streak of 233 consecutive games with at least one made three-pointer. Over. Now he's got to start a new one and and, then try to go for one uh, here in the next game. If I gave you Steph's stat line, today and you had not seen the game nor the final score, what would you have imagined it to be? Like Golden State, you if you're Boston, you go, we did exactly what we wanted to Golden State and we shut down Steph Curry. We didn't let Steph beat us. And yet Wiggy beat you. Clay goes for 21. Yeah. Even Gary Payton the second, I thought had a really nice Yeah, game they finally 15. got something from that bench because right. all they've been getting from the bench scoring really has been Jordan Poole. That's right. And Gary, you were kind of waiting for GP2, the mitten. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> his father, of course, being the glove. Right. You were waiting for him to kind of go off. We know he can play very good defense and hound you and get some steals and whatnot, do all the little things, but you were waiting for him to score, and he did last night. And you know who else had a decent game? Draymond Green. I, well, he gave you a Draymond game. Yeah. He, eight, eight, That's six. exactly what Draymond needs to be. He's right. going to be a guy gives you eight, nine points and gives you seven, eight rebounds, seven, eight assists. And that's what you were looking for and had a very good game. And I thought he was really kind of the linchpin of the defense, as he always is. Yeah, and that's the thing from Draymond. Again, he fouled out again. That's also what he's doing. But he's doing his job, which is the dirty work. 8-8-6, I'm going to give you six fouls. I'm going to be a, a, a nuisance for the time that I'm still in the game. If you get that from Draymond, and again, the, the numbers aren't going to jump off the page, but it is kind of that glue that they need. And then the others come in to support Steph on an off night. To be able to win a game like that kind of comfortably by 10 mm. going away with Steph being what? Right. C minus Steph? Right. I mean, that is, that's got to be discouraging for Boston and really encouraging for Golden State going into game six. Yeah. So now you look at it. I think uh, I'm seeing mostly fours, mm-hmm. but there are some three and a half. So not a lot of number variants. But I certainly think you'll have more people willing to take Golden State in game number six than you might have had you not seen last night's performance with uh, Steph just, you know, not one of his vintage games. But I did kind of think it was funny because one of the things you got to avoid, I think, as a sports better in anything, you don't want to be a POTM, a prisoner of the moment. Yeah. You never want to be that. And I saw this last night. I was like, hey, what about Andrew Wiggins for MVP? Oh, I saw that on the hold Twitter the machine. Phone, oh, hold my the phone. Oh, my goodness. He had a great game. He, he was fantastic. But – Steph Curry, if they win, is going to win MVP. And I, and I thought uh, I was on with uh, Femi Abebefe on Saturday on the early version of Betty to Cross America. And he was like, if you're going to bet this, if you're going to bet the Warriors to win the series, there's actually a little more value on Steph MVP. Uh-huh. And and look, it's kind of narrowed a little bit this morning. Andrew Wiggins, uh, I think I'm seeing 14 to 1, yep. but I think that's even, that's even shortened uh, just a little bit uh, so well, far. But still, Steph pretty much the favorite. And, and if Golden State wins this series, Steph Curry's winning MVP. And we told you this before the series began, that if you, instead of taking Golden State at that point, who was minus money, because obviously they had home court, right? And I can't remember exactly where it was, maybe a minus dollar 35 to win the series somewhere in that vicinity. You could have gotten plus money on Steph before the series began. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to play that. That's the smarter way to play it. If Golden State's going to go on to win this. And again, I love Andrew Wiggins. By the way, I'm really, you know, it's not like he's my kid, but I'm proud to watch the evolution of Andrew Wiggins from a bust, right? Oh, let's write right. him off. Number one pick, didn't work out in Minnesota. What is he going to do in Golden State? What's he going to do? He's a linchpin now mm-hmm. on a team that's one win away from winning a series. And 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 Minnesota, and look, Minnesota is, uh, you know, building slowly. They got in the playoffs for the first time in a long time. And they've got Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, and Russell, and Anthony Edwards, who they could be a real star nucleus. in this league. But they gave Andrew Wiggins away to Golden State, and Steve Kerr and company and Joe Lacob are like, okay, thank, thank you, you very much. We yeah. will go ahead and take him. And, you know, I mean, it's hard because he's in the Kevin Durant role, and he's not Kevin Durant. No, but boy, but he, he gives defense. he gives you a lot defensively, yes. and I think that's been the key. Jason Tatum, look, he's had twenty plus point games pretty much throughout. He's had to work his ass off mm-hmm. to get these twenty plus point games because largely because of Andrew Wiggins and plus Golden State's throwing double teams sometimes yeah. when he drives to the basket and even triple teams. But Wiggins has been terrific. He's been really good, especially rebounding here because this is a Golden State team without a lot of size, but uh, he's eating good in the neighborhood on the glass. When they hit the boards, they normally win and play some defense. And also shout out Wes Reynolds who nailed that under. You were touting that leading up to that game five. Great call by you. When we come back, much more on what we might see in game six. Come on back. It is the Lombardi line of Easton, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call one 800 522 4,700. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America right here on Beeson. Continuing our conversation about Game 5 and how it might play into your handicap into Game 6. So now, as you mentioned, we're seeing the C's, about four-point favorites here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, just have to wait till Thursday night, which is nice. Yeah. If there is a Game 7, you got to wait till Sunday to get back to the Bay because it takes four days to travel across the country these days. The under now is about 210, 210 and a half is what I'm seeing for game six. I mentioned before we went to break that you were all over the game five under, and that was never in jeopardy, ever. Not since that first quarter. Great handicap. How do you see game six? Because I I look at Boston, and you and I mentioned this over the weekend too. The irony here is, I think before the series began, people thought Golden State's the tempo team. They're going to push it. More possessions favors Boston. Right. Right? Less possessions is what Golden State wants. In the games they've won, the three games Golden State's won, the defense has really been mm-hmm. the dominant factor, and Boston hasn't sniffed 100 points. So I would assume Steve Kerr wants to keep limiting possessions, keeping that score lower, and Boston, if they're going to win in game six, they got to get that tempo up. In, in a lot of this series, the pace has actually been down like about the mid-90s, which would be one of the lower yes. in the regular season. So, you know, you've seen the under because I was on the under Friday night as well. And I think it opened like, uh, I want to say 214 and a half, close to 13 and a half, goes under. Then this one, 212 and a half, it was the opener, goes down to about 211, 211 and a half, easily goes under. This opened last night, I think about 211. You're now starting to already see flat 210. So these games are getting discounted. And, and one of the reasons I did play the under last night was just because it's a game five it's under. Just the way and, they and, 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 and these have been hitting at a pretty good clip, especially when the series is tied two to two. But now we have our first elimination game of the series. Mm. It is three to two Golden State. They could finish off Boston on Thursday night. Elimination games, I think a lot of times people want to go under, and I'd actually be looking to go over. I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to wait to see if this gets bet a little bit sure. more. And maybe you're going to see 209 and a half or, 20, or 209. That's five points different from where it was two games ago. I know you had two under, so you got to make some kind of an adjustment, but that's what you kind of have to do. You have to capitalize a little bit on adjustments. And really, if you look at how the pattern has played out in many of these playoff series, you get a 
little bit higher scoring early on, and then it kind of gradually goes down a little bit because these teams, you know, even Steve Kerr said it. It's like we kind of know each other right now. We, we're, we're not going to expect much different here. We know what each other is really going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. It's just letting the players go out and execute and, you know, doing what you have to do as a coach in terms of dispersing the minutes. How do you play a guy with foul trouble? What happens if you have an injury? But in terms of, like, the basic stuff that they run, whether it's offensively or defensively, it's going to be the same, right? You're not going to make that many adjustments from game to game in the finals. It's kind of like, okay, we know what you got. You know what we got. So let's go (laughs) out and play and throw it up and see who wins in the end. But I I, I just look at this and I understand the move to the under and, 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 you know, that was probably a smart move by some of the sharper betters. Hey, grab the number when you can, because that's kind of the name of the game, or at least half of the game here, Dave, is that you want to beat the close. You want to beat the number. You talk to any professional better here in town or anywhere. It's like, I want to beat the closing number because if I do that more often than not, I'm going to win the bet. It's not always, it's not all foolproof. It's nothing's ever a hundred percent, but you want to beat the close. So if you got two eleven and a half, it's closing a lot lower than two eleven and a half. Now I want to wait on this, even though I've been riding this under train. I want to wait to see if I get two oh nine or something like that. Then I may look to go the other way. Yeah, I think it's, it's a great way to handicap it. Again, uh, spot on in game four, and uh, you, to your point about uh, game five rather. But in game four, the first half trended over. If you remember, even in that third quarter. A lot of points in the, his heroic Steph Curry game. Then the fourth quarter got tight, mm-hmm. and that's where the under hit. So maybe it, in game six here in Boston, I'm with you. The the betting public, because they are prisoners of the moment, as you mentioned, they're going to bet this under. So if you do like the over, right. wait. Right. Just hold and don't bet this now and keep waiting because it's going to come down. I don't know how much more it will come down, but I'm with you. It's going to be in the 09s, maybe even 08s. Before we get to and then Thursday one of night. the things I'm curious about, and I mentioned it a little bit at the top in the first segment, in terms of the props, what happens last? Because we saw after Game Four, Steph, you know, all the uh, everything gets priced to the moon, and people still bet it over, and they easily go under. Now, no, nobody expected him to go seven to twenty-two and no. zero for nine from the three-point line, but. You know, that might be where I look to see, hey, can I find a little value on Andrew Wiggins' unders? Even though I've been riding a lot of his overs, I think I've played it three times and it's gone over two of the three for me. The game two is where he didn't play the fourth quarter, so that's why it didn't go over. But I've been playing that P plus R, those points versus rebounds, and they've been 22 and a half. Now, obviously, they've been adjusted a little bit over the course of the last two games, but this is where you do get those adjustments on the prop market. So I might be looking for Andrew Wiggins' unders because what happens are teams adjust when somebody has a big game. Look, Curry just had 43 points on Friday night, so then 16 points, 0-9, from the three, eight assists in 37 minutes. So now you see the Chiron on all the network shows have the Celtics figured out to slow down Steph Curry. I I can't really answer yes or no. I I mean, it was one game. You know, what if Steph goes out and has 35 on Thursday night? So you look, Andrew Wiggins, I think this is where you maybe could go under for game number six because now all of a sudden you got a lot of the mainstream media and we saw it on the Twitter machine after the game. Andrew Wiggins MVP. What about that, guys? What about that, Dave Ross? How about Andrew Wiggins MVP? <laughs> I, and it's like, oh, hold, hold, hold on here. You know, slow your roll, no as they question. say. I'd love to make the case for Wiggy because I love watching him play and right. evolve as a player. But he, he's not getting it. There is a name on that board that I do want to to really expand on, and that is the other side, Jalen Brown at one fifty to one. Now look, Jason Tatum. If Boston is to make a comeback, instead of playing the C's. Look at that number in Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. If he goes off in game six and seven, you can make the argument he's been better than Jason Tatum. This is under that hypothesis right, right. that Jalen Brown's able to do that. They'd have to win a game seven back in the Bay. But boy, oh boy, 150 to one, does that entice you at all? No, I, not really. I understand why that number jumps out at you because it's not like Jason Tatum no. has had, I, I don't want to say he's had a bad finals by well, any stretch, average. but yeah, he has not. Last night, I think it was his best shooting night percentage-wise, and he was 10 of 20, 5 of 9 from the 3, 27 points, 10 rebounds. And you look up and down social media and you're like, he had a crappy game. right? And, and that was probably his best shooting game, so I understand why, because 
because Tatum has not been that dominant guy. You know, he's kind of gone away. You know, are, are these guys too soft, you know, for the moment here? And that was being questioned last night. Mm-hmm. But Jalen Brown, and, and what I refer to Jalen Brown is how uh, Kelly Bidlin, uh, one of our senior producers here at VEASAN, does a great job on the primetime action show here on the network. And he goes, Jalen Brown's the greatest first quarter player I've ever seen because he's <laughs> awesome in the first quarter. And then all of a sudden, you know, a little pedestrian the rest of the game. But you look at the, you know, when, when the clock hits zeros, he's got a pretty good stat line. Not so much last night, though. Only 5 of 18 mm. in 44 minutes and 9 points. So... You know, I tend to think that Tatum probably is going to win the MVP. If they so, win game six so, or seven, yeah. Right. So, so you also have to look, and I'll go back to kind of the point Femi made about Steph Curry on Saturday here on the network. What has more value at this standpoint? Do you want to bet the Celtics on the series at plus two ninety? Or do you want to bet Jason Tatum to win MVP? Because if you look, that is a precipitous drop-off. I think it's tough in game number six to like bet a long shot like Marcus Smart yeah. or Jalen Brown because that's a lot of ground to make up in terms of two games to get your odds that short. So would you rather bet Jason Tatum to win the MVP at plus 350 or the Celtics to win the series at like plus I'm seeing as low as 275. Well, I'd probably rather correlate that to Jason Tatum winning the MVP and get a little bit more uh, numbers value and, from and, that. Standpoint. And I agree with you. And again, Amal and I on uh, on Saturday's show on betting across America, he had mentioned there that you could play Steph Curry and he could still win the MVP if remember it was two two at the time if the Warriors didn't win the series. That's out the window now. Yeah. When you have a game five like that, an average game mm-hmm. five at best, below average for now, Steph Curry. Now it's like even, you know, if they win, assuming they win game six, if he just has like a decent game. He's winning the MVP. If he's not seven to 22, you know, right. if he has like 25 and the, he's the nine the for bank. 22 or something. Yes. Right. What he did in the first four games is, is yeah. how he's already won and the I MVP. And I think, too, because this is a media thing and this is a narrative because mm-hmm. Steph, that's always been the knock on him. He Doesn't hasn't done it in the finals. Right. It, was, it was Kevin Durant. Oh, my. That it was his team. It wasn't Steph's team. So People, now, go back and look at Steph's numbers mm-hmm. in, the, in the MVP years for Kevin Durant. It's not like Steph didn't show up. Yeah. Steph was great in those performances. And, and the media too. vote on this, and and they'll like a comeback story, the the plucky underdog yeah. comeback that is Steph Curry, right? No question about it. We'll talk more about that. The United States Open, dipping our toe into some baseball as well. Come on back. It is the Lombardi Line right here on Visa and the Sports Betting News. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. We continue the Lombardi line right here on VEASAN. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. I think I said betting across America once because, Wes, you and I do three shows Mm -hmm. here. Green Mm -hmm. Zone, Betting across America and the Lombardi line. And sometimes in my old man. We, brain, we, we, we lose sight of the branding, yeah, Dave, of, so, of the show. It's but it, but it's but it's Wes and Dave talking ball, talking betting. <laughs> you know the deal. Let's talk more of it. Let's get into the major league baseball card uh, just a little bit. And again, we've talked a lot as the season has progressed about certainly trends in major league baseball to where now that we're here in June, we're expecting more runs. Have the books in your estimation fully adjusted those numbers so you can't really get the best of the value if you want to play overs because the trend early on in the season were dead unders. I, I think a little bit, and I think one of the things that's adjusted, it's not just the books, it's the betting market because when we were looking at these openers maybe about three, even three, even as recently as three or four weeks ago, especially in April, but then a little bit in May as well, you would see every overnight if you would look at whatever line screen, whether it's Don Best or one of the free screens out there, looking at odds at different books, looking them up at decent.com, you would see almost every single opener on a total get shaded to the under, mm. where it's like, okay, under eight, 
flat, and then you'd see in the morning these people that bet the overnights because they know they're going to go down because the unders have been hitting at a good clip at that point. Then you'd see in the morning it already be eight minus one twenty to the under, eight minus one twenty five or seven and a half, juice to the over at one fifteen. You would see a drop pretty much every single time. Now you're seeing a little bit different. I mean, it depends. It always depends on the pitching matchup, yes. right? And the ballpark factors. You know, certain ballparks are going to be more hitter friendly, like the Great American Ballpark, and mm-hmm. certain ones are going to be more pitcher friendly, like up there. Uh, the old, uh, I don't even know. It's not Safeco Field anymore in yeah, Seattle, but the ballpark in Seattle, yeah. basically, uh, you know, is more of a pitcher friendly. Yeah, more of a pitcher friendly park. So. Look, you saw that tonight, Minnesota, Seattle. That's one of the nightcap games tonight. Opened up seven and a half minus one twenty. Now you're seeing pretty much seven juice to the over minus one fifteen. And what I always say with totals, odd numbers are more of the key numbers. Seven, nine, even eleven, especially if you're talking about like Coors or you're talking right. about Wrigley Field, depending on the wind conditions, because we know they don't usually put those out in the overnight because it's so dependent upon winds. Right. So they have to wait until the morning. All right, so we'll see how some of those trends uh, might uh, play out here as we get closer and closer uh, to the All-Star break. Let's talk about some games in specific today. And there's a couple pitchers out there that I kind of always circle and go, ooh, I kind of like to play this guy Mm -hmm. and maybe fade this one. One of the guys I think we like to play is Brubaker of the Pirates in game one of that double dip today against St. Louis on the road here. Uh, I'm looking now. I'm seeing you can get uh, pretty good plus value here if you like the, like the Buckos on the money line. But I do always wonder in your handicaps, if you like a pitcher, are you more apt to play the first five because you don't know how long said starting right. pitcher is going to be in right. there versus trusting the bullpen to close it out. Yeah, a lot of times I'll split it up half and half, go first five, either money line, or you can go run line depending on if you like the dog. We can take a half a run, but you got to lay vig. But obviously, you know, how many times do we see 2-2 after five innings? Right. And if you take that half run, you got a winner. But uh, Brew Baker this year, he has been struggling. Mm-hmm. 0 of 6 and 12 starts. 460 RA, 432, a little bit better on the fielding independent pitching. So this is going to be a double dip, by the way, day night double header here in St. Louis Cardinals got the win seven to five last night, uh, five runs to tie it in the bottom of the six pirates were actually up five to nothing mm-hmm. last night. And then the Cardinals went uh, nuts with the bats late Tommy Edmond and uh, Dylan Carlson, not going to go Goldie and Carlson, both home homered last night. We know Goldie several, we are, I think it was not this weekend, but last weekend had that long hitting streak mm-hmm. that ended in uh, Chicago. So both the bullpens, I think, got used a little bit. Maybe the Cardinals uh, just a tad more. I have not I have not bet this game as of yet. I think the opener is about minus 165 on the cards. That's pretty much what you're seeing. I think it's even at 175 plus 145 now at BetMGM, depending, you know, a little bit of a different split there. Mm-hmm. But Pirates were playing at least some fairly decent baseball, but they have now kind of come back to earth and not a lot was expected from them. And then the, the, the old St. Louis Cardinals, they just keep doing it. You look at them. It's like, these guys are older. I mean, you have Pujols who's older. You have Goldie who's a little bit yeah. older. You have Arenado who's a little bit older and they still find a way to get it done. 35 and 27. Now uh, ahead of Milwaukee by a game because Milwaukee had a decent sized lead and then the Phillies come in and sweep them last week. So what, what that's just what the Cardinals do. And what's going on <clears throat> in that division? Because if you remember before the season began, Milwaukee was two to one mm-hmm. to win that division. And mm-hmm. it looked like even two weeks ago. All right. They're not playing their best baseball, but still they're going to go ahead and roll in this division. Now here come the Redbirds. You find Milwaukee getting swept, and all of a sudden they're, they're looking up here in the division. It's kind of like what's going on in the East. Yeah. The Metropolitans have this huge lead, and then all of a sudden here comes Atlanta. It looks like they're not, never going to lose. And the Phillies just with one hiccup with the new manager. Do you look at some of those divisions and go, you know, I want to wait till the All-Star break, but maybe they're going to be more competitive than people No, thought. I think that's what you have to do because, look, uh, you know, nobody thought that the Yankees were going to be bad by any stretch, but no. look how dominant they are, and it's like, okay – Gosh, do you really think the Blue Jays and the Rays like are playing really good baseball and they're still a distant second or third behind the Yankees. So, yeah, I look at this central and look, I think the central is going to stay tight with those two teams because you pretty much the rest of that division, you've got bottom feeders with Cincinnati and with Mm -hmm. the Cubs and with Pittsburgh. So that already is a two team division. And I just think what you've seen with Milwaukee, at least a little bit. 
the pitching staff hasn't been bad, but they haven't quite been what they were last year. Like Corbin Burns had a terrific year He's last year. Out. And and look, still striking out a lot of guys, almost 11.5 per nine innings. The ERA is 248. The XFIP is 276. And yet you look, he's 3-4 and four in 12 starts. So the pitching with Burns and especially Brandon Woodruff, who had a career year last year, mm-hmm. still okay, but not quite to that standard. You kind of thought, okay, that's going to regress a little bit. And that's why I did lean. I didn't bet it accordingly. But I did lean to the Cardinals a little bit in that division because I just wondered, does Milwaukee really have the offense? Because, you know, the pitching, I think, really masked it last year when you had Burns and Woodruff and those guys yeah, with career years. And then, just don't hit, right? and, then, and then Josh Hader. And look, Josh Hader had not allowed a run all season until he allowed two bombs to the Phillies yep. when the Phillies uh, swept them up there in Miller Park. So their pitching, I think, can mask a lot of the fact that this is not a team that's going to, you know, outscore you. This is not a Dodgers no. or or somebody like, a, you know, the Padres or the a Phillies, couple of those teams. The Phillies in that lineup, wouldn't they get it going, too? You mentioned New York and the Yankees and how dominant they have been so far in the AL East. It felt like the narrative around Garrett Cole, who's going to take to the bump today, was that, all right, he's not worth the money. Ever since this mm-hmm. dicky substance stuff last year, and he gave that infamous press conference and made him look bad. And Well, what's the narrative now? And I know he got roughed up in his last outing yeah. against Minnesota. The Yankees did come back and win that game for him. And now you got to lay over $2 against the Rays today against Corey Kluber. What do you make of Garrett Cole overall and today? Well, I mean, for this game a little bit, the Rays, I think the reason why they're that big of a price is because they're still without Brandon Lowe. They're still without Wander Franco. Yep. So the Rays offense has not been great over the past three weeks. They're, th- you know, third worst against right-handers on the road. And you're obviously pacing a pretty good right-hander on yeah. the road tonight in Garrett Cole. Kluber's been solid, I think, now in Tampa, but on the road, he's had 23 innings pitched, 509 ERA, 427 mm-hmm. on the fielding independent. So that's why when you look at the Rays, it's like, man, the Rays, that big of a dog, I've got to take them. But this is a tough spot to do so. I think the Yankees still, the offense is hot. We, Cole did get roughed up and touched he up a did. lot. I think he gave up like five home runs or something ridiculous in Minnesota, but at home, Garrett Cole has been really damn good. 287 ERA, 271 on the fielding independent pitching. So, you know, I can't really go against the Yankees here. I don't like to lay run line. This would be one of those. If I ever like a big favorite, I might do only a two teamer and people say, Oh, never bet parlays. Just don't get crazy with them. You know, bet a two teamer, you know, that suffice. Everybody wants that big score and wants to parlay every damn baseball favorite. (laughs) And maybe a couple nights a year that's going to come in, but there's about 160 nights where it's not going to, there's going to be all that one that gets you. Oh, it's so close. I hit nine and 10. Yeah. How much money you get for that? Zero. Zero. Yeah. 0.0. The (laughs) Boltarski. So you look at that, you know, Yankees maybe parlayed with a a smaller favorite. If you might like it on the baseball card, be the way I'd go. That's a tempting price on the raise. Not tempting enough for me. Fat, dumb, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. <laughs> One of the greatest lines ever from Dean Wormer. Uh, when we come back, we're going to go uh, talk a little bit more New York with the king of New York, Will Hill. We'll get his thoughts on Garrett Cole and certainly the Yankees and the Metropolitans. Also, look ahead to game six in the NBA, and I know Will's got some U.S. Open picks he's going to give us as well. So don't go anywhere. Coming back with Will Hill next, right here on the Lombardi Line on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using the bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. BetMGM's state-of-the-art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much, much more. So no matter what your favorite sport is, you're going to find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com. Enter the bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Continuing the Lombardi line with West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. It is a pleasure each and every Tuesday to be joined by the King of New York. He is Will Hill. You can follow him on Twitter as we do at not the Will Hill, but he is kind enough to join us right now. Will, let's get right to the NBA Finals because as a the resident of New York and the king of New York, are New Yorkers taking glee that Boston has been pushed to the brink of elimination and maybe possibly not getting this championship that I think everybody thought they were going to get when they were up two games to one? Uh, I think most New Yorkers are probably asleep by the time these games end and they wake <laughs> up in the morning and they're, and they're either happy with the result or they're not. I mean, they, they start these games, you know, nine 15 on the East coast. It's a little crazy. And really none of the games have been uh, competitive towards the end game four on Friday was a lot of fun. It was close, but even that was a 10 point margin. So uh, yeah, to answer your question, I think anytime uh, Boston loses, a lot of people are happy and golden state's easy to root for Curry's easy to root for, you know, he's a superstar that everybody likes. Uh, I do think we're getting a game seven though. Ooh. I think, yeah, I mean, I just think it's been a while. It's been six years. It's been since the Warriors-Cavs in 2016. We've gotten a game seven. I think after a bad postseason, uh, a couple things. Boston is home. Boston's behind in the series. They're going to get a friendly whistle on Thursday night. You'll Basically, you can hit Curry with a chair on Thursday, and you won't, they won't get called for a foul. <laughs> I think uh, Boston's going to have a very friendly whistle. Weird game last night because Boston missed their first uh, – you know, eight or nine, three, I think they missed their first 12 threes, then made eight in a row. Then, you know, went three of 12 after that golden state didn't shoot the three well at all, but they did shoot 15 of 21 on twos outside the restricted area. So maybe that doesn't continue. Obviously Curry, the streak with the, uh, the made threes comes to an end. So definitely a, a strange game, but I think we've seen this where these series, they change venues and everything's different. Uh, I think Boston will come out with desperation, energy, 
facing elimination. Again, I think they'll get every call known to man on Thursday. It's just how these things work. Uh, so I do think we're headed for a game seven and maybe game seven will be close. I do think Boston wins and wins pretty convincingly on uh what is it? Thursday now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boston uh, definitely hoping not to see Tony brothers like they saw last night, but uh, all the flopping going on. And it was almost so rich to see like a flop call go against Marcus smart, but, the, but those Jordan pool ones were absolutely egregious. <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you about the total for this one, because I've been riding the under to the last couple games and now I'm thinking maybe it's time to get off the under train. I know it's going to be bet accordingly. It was two eleven and a half. Now starting to see some two tens. That's about a four and a half point adjustment from what we saw, at least for the Friday night opener in game three. So do you keep riding the unders here and make the trend your friend? Or are you looking maybe to go the opposite way here in the elimination game in number six? I think it would still be under or pass. Of course, you could always jump in with a live opportunity, which again is not great content because we're trying to give out winners before the show. It's hard to give out winners during, you know, during mm-hmm. the game. Uh, Boston has struggled really to score in big spots. You know, people can look at this series and they're up three to say they're up three, two because of Curry. They're really up three, two. Yeah. Because of Curry Curry's always, even when he's not scoring, he has so much of an impact in, tor- in terms of, you know, the attention he draws defensively from the other team, but they're doing it with defense. Boston goes through these long stretches where they cannot score. And for all of Curry's greatness, Friday night in game four, the 43 points, the difficult shots, everything Boston had three points in the final five and a half minutes of that game. Boston's offense looks really just broken at times. And if they don't get the threes to go, uh, I think golden state's really giving them some fits. Uh, and again, their defense is really good. Boston, you know, golden state's getting by with just enough offense. So to me, it would still be under a pass, but you make a good point that, you know, it, it's going to adjust and maybe it's uh it's an over adjustment. You know, well, it's interesting too. If you like Boston in game six, and by the way, as you guys well know, so far throughout the series, if you just pick the winner, you know, the yeah. points have not come into play, no, you, right? Exactly. It's either you're winning on the money line with, with the dogs straight up or uh, the favorites are easily covering. Now that Boston will is over a three dollar dog to win this series. If you like them in game six, would you nibble now on the C's at that series price? And maybe you could have locked in profit if you took Golden State when they were plus 150 after that game three loss. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good point because they're, I think I can say with confidence, they're going to win game six. And I think game seven will be close. So even if you lock in plus 300 and you win game six and you have a lead at some point, let's say you get up by eight or 10 points in golden state. Well, maybe golden state's now a dog on on the live line in game seven. And you can come back on golden state plus mm-hmm. points and just kind of kick your feet up or, or let it ride. However you want to do it. But I do think that, uh, that plus 300 is interesting. Boston has fought back a bunch of times you know, they were down three, two, against Milwaukee, won a game on the road, then won a game seven, down two, one against Miami, uh, you know, won games on the road, won a game seven on the road. They've won every opportunity they've had to. Now, this is a different animal. The Warriors are better than Miami. They're better than a hobbled Milwaukee team. But uh, this Boston team, they're flawed. They're certainly flawed on offense. Uh, Tatum has not played well. And Tatum missed a ton of free throws last mm-hmm. night. I don't know if you guys mentioned that. But he missed a lot of free throws. This this Boston offense is particularly flawed. But they, they are resilient. They are tough. I do think we're getting a game seven here. Well, let's go to the diamond. We actually do have one early game, one day game today, day yes. night doubleheader in St. Louis. It is should G- always be a day game. Yeah, I, I know. There's a lot of times where I think <laughs> baseball misses an opportunity, but they only have one here in St. Louis. It is JT Brewbreaker. It's been a struggle for him for the Pirates this year. O of six and 12 starts, 460 ERA. He's going up against Liberatory of St. Louis, the left-hander. Cardinals about minus a dollar sixty, pretty much market average. Take back on the Pirates plus a dollar fifty. Yeah, I want a little day action. So I did take, I, I did lay the favorite here with the 160. Like you said, Brubaker struggled. He actually had a stretch in late May where he pitched a little better, but June's been rough for him over a six ERA. Uh, Libertor has not pitched great, but he's a big time prospect. He's got a great curveball. I think he's going to be a really good pitcher. Uh, and obviously, the, the Cardinals have a much better lineup. Goldschmidt playing to quietly an MVP level. He's had a resurgence here. He's had a great year. So uh, I did lay it here with the Cardinals. If you guys notice, there's a lot of big favorites on the board today. A mm-hmm. lot of games with baseball over $2 favorites. So it's hard to, if you're looking for just a side with uh with like an even number, boy, you're going to have to lay some juice or lay some run lines or just sort of look at the props or the totals. One of those big favorites today is the blue Jays north of the border against Baltimore, but you've got an interesting angle on this one and maybe a better play than certainly laying that $2 with the Jays. 
Yeah, I'd be nervous laying the $2 with the Jays. I'm sure they'll score their runs tonight against Lyles. The, the lineup for Toronto is starting to heat up. I think Guerrero had a home run last night. It's a good lineup for Toronto. Uh, Kikuchi going for the Blue Jays. You know, he got a lot of money in the offseason. I believe he made an all-star team last year. He's had a good career. He's a good pitcher, except if you look at the stats this year, they are awful. Hard contact, walk, strikeouts. He is in the bottom you know, five percentile in pretty much every major category. When you go to stack cast, I don't know if it's an injury, it's a mechanical issue. Uh, and the one thing about Baltimore, they're going to be good here in a few years. They got a bunch of prospects, a, a bunch of good position players. They're definitely improved over past years and they can hit. So uh, I would look for a high scoring start to this game. Uh, I played over five in the first five. I did play over nine for the full game. I, see, I think you'll see plenty of runs uh, north of the border here tonight. Well, let me get your take. Uh, we've got about a little less than two minutes left. Uh, U.S. Open in Brookline, Massachusetts. Let's just go. a little bit outside of Boston. Old school Northeast U.S. Open. Uh, narrower fairways, small greens, and very fast greens. Thick rough. That's what the U.S. Open ought to be. Have you played a couple for interest here this weekend in Brookline? Still studying. I know this. I, I can play the over of one thing. Phil Mickelson at, uh, answering difficult questions because without <laughs> Tiger, this is the first time in a major event he's going to ask. He's going to be asked a lot of questions here. It's going to be a rough few days for Mickelson. I think you guys made some good points. I did catch some of the beginning of the show where you can kind of leave the long shots alone. You, you got the best players in the world. All 156 best players in the world are all here. So leave the long shots alone. Uh, I'm looking at Burns. I did look at Mito Pereira. That's that's just a personal thing because he burned me uh, with the PGA <laughs> Championship, and I just can't live with myself if he wins one of these and I'm not on him. So I'm going to look at him. I haven't played a lot. Like you said, the, the course is interesting. I'm definitely going to have to study the course. I would think the winning score would be closer to par. You're not going to see uh, like, this is going to be a difficult course, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole yeah. thing is you do. We're going to have Carl Paulson coming up here after the break too, out there at Brookline. And and it, that's the way they normally set these up. Will to, and when Wes made the great point at the beginning of the show, they want this to be around even par to your point. They don't yeah. want this to be 10 under uh, nine under. So they always want the more difficult golf courses normally favor the better golfers in the world. So they don't get those fluky type winners. And hello to that baby. Hey, Will, <laughs> appreciate you as always, my friend. So I guess you're not taking Phil Mickelson to 200 to one this week. I will pass. If he, if he, if he wins, I can live with myself. I, I, I will not lay it. Well, that press conference yesterday, we'll see if it's as uncomfortable as oh, the boy. one we're about to watch right now. Deshaun Watson addressing the media oh. here in Cleveland for the first time boy. since he signed March 25th. Oh, boy. That's going to be interesting. Will, we'll catch up again soon. Again, follow him on Twitter, everybody, at NotTheWillHill. Coming back with Carl Paulson right now. Uh, when you come back with us here from Brookline, Mass., it is the Lombardi Line of Easton, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.